Support for this podcast comes from Frito-Lay in the 2023 Snack Bracket Championship. The Frito-Lay Snacket Challenge is underway, and fans are voting on their favorite snacks to crown champion. We're talking about primetime matchups between the best 64 snacks in the land. Will Ruffles Ridges reign supreme? Can Doritos defend their dynasty? Or will Smart Food use their smarts for a surprise upset? Only you can decide. Get in on all the action for a chance to win up to $1,000 or a year's worth of snacks. Let your snacks be heard. Just go to Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com to vote and enter for a chance to win. No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends April 3rd, 2023. Void but prohibited. Years worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. Hey, what's up, y'all? Alan Kenny, host of the Blatant Homers and Podcast, part of Crimson Cream Machine on the SB Nation Network of Podcasts. We are on to our third week doing picks, trying not to suck, our weekly handicapping contest. Uh, every week, I invite my brother, the skinny, on to uh, give me his five favorite plays of the week in college football. I give you my favorite at the end of the uh, season. We tally them all up, figure out who's the uh, who's the winner. Let's go ahead. Welcome him on. Skinny, what's up, man? Oh, you know, doing well. Still uh, reeling a little bit from uh, from Saturday. You know, it's funny because coming into the season, I was just, you know, happy to have football, like whatever happens. Like, oh, you could lose five games or win them all. Like, I don't care. And then I was just as annoyed as ever uh, at the end of that game. So, Well, how could yeah. you not be, man? I mean, they were up 21 with two minutes left in the third quarter. Like, that kind of stuff. I mean... You know what? It's just a weird year, man. Uh, and uh, I don't know. I just feel like uh, a lot of stuff that went down, I mean, had to go just one way. You know what I mean? For you to lose that game. So, yep. Uh, we're, now, were you one of the people who, like, you know, left late in the third quarter? Not. I, I know you weren't there, but, like, were, did you stop okay. watching? Because <laughs> well, I definitely talked to a few people who were like, what the hell? <laughs> well, I, yes, I, I did stop watching, but that was only because I had, a you know, a family commitment uh, and, and felt pretty good about where we were. Um, so, yes, I, I am one of those people. And then, you know, like, picked back up, like, mid-fourth quarter, and it was, uh, yeah, it was a bit shocking, to say the least. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, you did okay, I guess. Yeah, against the uh, number last week. Uh, you let's see here. You pushed one and and hit two out of five, so uh, that brings you to four and a half out of ten so far on the year. Um, I pushed one. I pushed one also, and also let's see here. Covered one, so I'm at five five point five five and a half out of nine because I had one. Uh, game in our first week that got called off Houston which isn't scheduled to play this week either <laughs> so they'll, <laughs> they'll pick up I guess next week maybe I don't know um anyway let's go ahead hop on get get right into it um for uh, those of you at home remember we uh, pick five games each every week best uh, score at the end of this year wins uh we're going against the number here I'll go ahead and uh let skinny do the honors for this week all right, uh, I'm looking at Arkansas State going into Mississippi State. Um, you you know, mean Arkansas? Hold on. You I'm mean sorry. Arkansas. Yeah. Yes, Arkansas. Okay. Did I say Arkansas yeah. State? Yeah. yeah. Arkansas. I mean, I don't read too much into what the, the the Hogs did last week, at least you know in the first half. But but this is really more fading Mississippi State, which you know you kind of nailed last week on on that read. Um, 
it, you know, not not necessarily a huge surprise in that one uh, when you really think about it. But uh, it, to me, this is Mississippi State coming off a big game. Um, you know, in for in kind of a letdown spot. So I'll take Arkansas with the seventeen points. Yeah, I mean, you know, while at while OU was running up that uh, big lead in the third quarter, I was flipping over just uh, the Georgia Arkansas game just to see what was going on because the score was so strange. And you know, uh, Georgia looked really bad, but Arkansas, I mean, they've got something. I think with uh, Felipe Franks there at quarterback, maybe I don't know. Uh, but I, I mean, I don't expect they're going to win a lot of games this year, but, uh, the, they seem to be trending up. So yeah, if I was going to, if I was going to play that one, that's the way I'd lean, but I am not, that's a pass, but I'll mark you down for Arkansas plus 17. All right. I'll give my first pick. Uh, I've got West Virginia plus two and a half hosting Baylor. Again, uh, I was wrong about fading Baylor last week, you know, uh, with uh, all the kind of chaos in the offseason there. But Kansas really is that bad. Uh, You know, I watched I watched for a while and, you know, credit to Baylor. They were very sharp. But wow, Kansas stinks. Um, I think West Virginia is probably a little underrated in this spot. I'm going to go ahead and uh, take the home dog. and go with I'll take I mean I, you know Baylor plus two and or pardon me West Virginia plus two and a half I'll take them straight up. Wow, yeah, that 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 bottom half the of the Big Twelve I just I have no read on. Um, yeah, so that's t- it's tough. Yeah. All right. What's your second? Yes, sticking with the Big Twelve here. I'm looking at TCU uh, going into Austin this weekend. You know, I, I, when this first came out at thirteen, I, I was kind of all over it. It's down to eleven and a half now. You know, this might be a little bit of a look-ahead spot for Texas. Um, so I'm going to actually go ahead and take the Horn Frogs plus 11 and a half. Yeah, I was kind of surprised by how well they moved the ball against uh, Iowa State last week, TCU that is. Um, they definitely looked, you know, better also when Duggan took over in the second half. I kind of th- I kind of think if I was going to play this one, that's the way I'd lean too. But uh, you know, I, I'm just not not quite sure where to go there. And you know, like you mentioned, clearly this is a popular game. I mean, it got bet down to uh, from 13 to 11 pretty quickly. All right, um, my second pick this week. Uh, I'm going uh, to the SEC. Uh, there's a big game there. Auburn visiting the Georgia Bulldogs. We discussed them earlier. Now, granted. Georgia looked bad last week. I mean, just completely out of sorts. Uh, but Auburn's just a team that I like in some in some situations. This isn't one. I really don't think a lot of Bo Nix. I think he's fine, but he's somewhat uh, he he's been overrated. I think just kind of by the story, you know, and everything. Um, I feel like I mean looking at Georgia's defense as bad as their offense looked last week, that's one side of the ball where they haven't dropped off hardly at all. I mean, they've got studs everywhere on that side of the ball. I think they're going to give Knicks a lot of trouble. Uh, I I'm going to go ahead and I'll lay the six and a half with the Bulldogs. Uh, Georgia probably wins by double digits over Auburn this weekend. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm with you on that one and almost took it. Um, but you know, again, it just—it's hard to read too much into that. We any week one score, especially this year. Right. So, but but if I was picking it, I, I'm going Georgia. Right. All right. So, what's your third? All right, sticking uh, or well, switching to the ACC. This is my kind of COVID pick of the week. Ooh. Um, we've got 
Tech, which Virginia Tech that is, which I think they did they make it to what was it fifty three or something last week? Right, yeah, and, and and down four coaches still won. Yeah. Um, they're going to Duke. Man, Duke's Duke bit me a couple weeks ago. Uh, you got to figure at some point th- those even if they're you know close to full strength Virginia Tech, you've got to figure having those guys out for that period of time hit, hurts them at some point. Back to back weekends on the road. I'll take Duke getting twelve and a half. Yeah, how bad must NC State be to lose to that, that Virginia Tech I, I team, man? Like, it almost made me look at Pitt this week. Yeah, yeah, no doubt, no doubt. All right, so that's Duke plus 12 and a half. All right. Um, I've got an ACC pick for you. How about Boston College, the Eagles, plus 14? They survived their last game with the uh, Texas State Bobcats. But uh, I just feel like having having watched them defensively, this is an all right team. You know, they've uh, got Jeff Halfley there, who was uh, defensive coordinator at Ohio State. Uh, he's he's coaching that side of the ball pretty well. And, uh, you know, with North Carolina, they've definitely had some moments where they looked really good. And I definitely consider them the more talented team. But I feel like BC will be able to muddy this up enough to keep it within two touchdowns. I'll go ahead and take the dog there. Plus 14, Boston College. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you know, Max Max done a surprisingly nice job there. Maybe I shouldn't be surprised. But there's um, a lot of, I mean, I there are a lot that. of good players around there. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. so it makes sense. That part of it makes sense. But yeah. Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com. With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to cars.com. It's magical. All right. What's your next one? All right. Uh, going with the one of the, the primetime games here this week, looking at Virginia going into Clemson. Uh, you know, obviously Bronco Mendenhall, you know, done a nice job there uh, at Virginia. Uh, Clemson, I think, you know, obviously they've only played Citadel this year, but I think they're just too good, uh, too strong, uh, 28 and a half. I'll take Clemson um, with the points. Ooh, Sorry, laying big, the points. Yeah. It's oh, a big man. spread, I know. Yeah, well, big enough that I'm going to go the other way. Mm. Give me the who's. Uh, plus, I, you know what? I had it at 28, so we'll do 28. You, I'll, okay. I'll give you a half point. But I'll go ahead and take UVA plus 28. My own power rankings made this uh, – Closer to 23 points. So I feel like I'm getting about five points of value here. Can't pass that up in this case. Give me the who's plus 28. And uh, I, I can't, I can't give you much of a better reason beyond that, but uh, all right. Last pick. All right. Looking at central Florida going into Cincinnati. Um, <clears throat> so, south, yeah. south, it's South Florida. I'm, I think, I'm sorry, right? Yes, yeah. it yeah. is South Florida. Tulsa, Tulsa's at UCF this week. Ooh. Um, yeah, I know. Watch out for that one. Um, uh, South Florida's bad. Um, you know, I, I've been, I, I've had a chance to catch a little bit of Cincy, not a ton. Uh, you know, Ryan Day is a pretty T. Wait, did I just say Ryan Day? Day? Excuse me, yeah, Luke Fickle. Fickle yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you got your Ohio State uh, first yeah, year, right. one year coaches mixed up. Yeah. Yep. Uh, 
the pretty good, pretty decent squad there. I'll take them laying the twenty-one and a half at home. Yeah, they looked pretty good against Army. I was uh, I was on them there, and they uh, they came through for me there. It's a that's a good team. It just seems like though. I'm not sure with how they play if if 21 points is too many for them or not, but uh, yeah, I know I like I, I like I definitely like the Bearcats. Um, my fifth game, I'm going to go with a, a team that was mentioned earlier in error, Arkansas State, the uh, Red Wolves minus three and a half taking on Coastal Carolina. This kind of goes back to what we've seen from the competition that these two teams have played so far. Uh, you know, obviously, I think I think a lot of Kansas State. I mean, when I say a lot, I think enough of Kansas State to you know think that Arkansas State got a pretty good win there in Manhattan. And uh, you know, having watched Kansas, also, I'm I'm less enthused by what uh, Coastal Carolina did to them. So I'll go ahead take the Red Wolves. I really there aren't just a ton of games, honestly, on this schedule that just leaped out at me. So. Uh, you know, I, I'll make make the most of it and, and give go with the Red Wolves there. All right, so just to recap real quick, uh, Skinny's five. He has Arkansas plus seventeen, TCU plus eleven and a half, Duke plus twelve and a half, uh, Cincinnati minus twenty one and a half, and he's got Clemson uh, laying four touchdowns. I'm going the opposite way on that Clemson game and taking UVA plus twenty eight. Uh, I've got West Virginia plus two and a half. I like the uh, Mountaineers straight up there, obviously. Uh, Georgia minus six and a half. BC plus 14. And Arkansas State minus three and a half. All right. Well, Skinny, now that uh, we've got that out of the way, we can talk a little bit about the OU game. Uh, Big spot, obviously, for the Sooners after we saw, you know, just that, I mean, clown show for the, uh, you know, fourth quarter there and, uh, you know, actually a lot of the second half, just error after error by OU. Uh, this is a big spot for the Sooners, right? Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, you think back, you know, the stat is still pretty amazing. We think 20 years, <clears throat> excuse me, since they've lost back-to-back games, right? Um, but, you know, I, I kind of think OU kind of pulls it back together this week. Um, you know, and, and again, I, maybe some people think more of Iowa State than I do, but I, I just kind of yet to be, I've been very underwhelmed. Let's put it that way. You know, again, you know, going on the road, that kind of thing, who knows what will happen with COVID. Obviously they've got to shore up some of that offensive line play. I mean, that's really uh, kind of the key to me, but I don't know that, that Iowa state's, I think Kansas state's front is probably uh, better than people think. Uh, probably stronger than Iowa state's um, defensive front. That is so, I, you know, I, I think OU bounces back probably an ugly win that's, you know, in that seven to 10 point range. Yeah. You know, I mean, I've, I've rewatched the OU Kansas state game, you know, two or three times now. And, uh, you know, it, it was just one little thing in one spot in different places. I mean, you know, in the first half, uh, they really struggled at left tackle. They pulled Eric Swenson out and put Anton Harrison in, and he held up pretty well the rest of the game. Then the second half, you know, they started falling apart in the interior, which, you know, you don't necessarily expect, although uh, Tyrese Robinson, you know, Mark says, I mean, those are big dudes. It could be, too. They're just working, still working themselves into shape. Um, but, you know, gosh, I mean, Kansas State picked up such big yardage on like four or five plays. Yeah. OU's defense played so well the rest of the game. 
Um, I, you know, having having watched also uh, Iowa State the past couple weeks, uh, they don't have quite as many threats at receiver as they've had in the past. And, uh, you know, the defensively, they're still pretty solid, obviously. Uh, they've got a good pass rusher in Jaquan Bailey. I'm not sure if they're as good on the defensive line. My one concern here for OU, really, though, is why they're not running the ball well. I mean, I, I know we just got done talking about the problems with the offensive line, but even with those those issues, I mean, they're still just not – something feels like it's out of sync there. Yeah, and it was interesting now because that last drive of the first half, it feels like they you know, kind of went a little more up-tempo with that run game, and, and they were hitting, and just didn't seem like they ever really went back to that. But Yeah, um, I mean, part of that might have had to do with they were just trying to kind of drain the clock. The clock. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. you look at you know the that second long uh, pass play they had to a running back there at Kansas State, that is, in the second half, uh, I mean, you know, you look at the personnel on the field there, you had some guys who really hadn't seen that many snaps up to that point. I mean, Brian Mead was there, Woody Washington was in at corner, Corey Roberson at defensive end. Uh, you know, it looked like they were trying to get some of the guys who hadn't seen as much time, uh, a few snaps there. And, you know, I mean, you think up three touchdowns that <laughs> late in the game, you'd be all right, you know? Well, and, and you heard Grinch, I don't know if you heard Grinch's comments this week about, you know, uh, making guys multiple. So, you know, having guys yeah. that can play out of position this year just strictly due to kind of, you know, yeah. COVID and injury reasons, right? Um, and, I, and I think you're right. I think that was a little bit about what, what they were trying to, to get in there. And uh, it, it, it bit them. Yeah. Um, <laughs> badly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you just can't – I can't get – you. Can, it's hard to um, – it's hard to base your strategy around the idea that you're going to, you know, maybe you might get a punt blocked in the fourth quarter, that type of thing, you know? So, yeah, I don't know. I'm with you though. I, I feel like, OU pulls out a win here. Um, they've just, there's a, like I mentioned, a lot went wrong last week that, that they can get cleaned up. Um, you know, Iowa state's a well-coached team, but I feel pretty good about uh, OU's chances of getting things turned around here. You know, I guess the one the one issue, and I'd be interested to get your take on this, is, I mean, you know, a young quarterback like that who has kind of a rough outing, uh, you know, I mean, I think it's fair to say that Rattler looked a little shaky there in the fourth quarter. Uh, I mean, you know, do you have any concern about him bouncing back and where he is mentally? You know, I guess you kind of have to. I mean, we, we don't know how a guy like this is going to respond. I mean, we haven't seen it from him yet. You know, I, I think, you know, I, I think Riley will do, do some things to get him comfortable, one. I, I think, two, um, you know, a lot of that was, was just his offensive line was not doing him any favors. You know, assuming that line can can get by him a little time, let him settle in, I think he ends up, I think he ends up being fine. Yeah, that's my hope. I mean, he's clearly a pretty confident dude, but uh, he just he just looked a, a little overwhelmed there late. So we'll see, though. Sometimes you just got to uh, take a few lumps. So, all right, Skinny. Well, uh, thanks a lot, man, as always, and best of luck to you this week. Yeah, same to you. We'll see. We'll see how it turns out. All right. Thanks again to uh, the Skinny for joining us as he does every week for picks trying not to suck. Uh, make sure to uh, rate, review, subscribe wherever it is you get your podcasts. That way, it makes it easier for people to find us. Leave us that five star review if you uh, if you feel so inclined. And thanks to you all for joining us too. For the Blaine Homers and podcast, I'm Alan Kenny.
Take it easy.